This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Do anything. So I'm going to play the song, just the opening. So at first you're going to be like, okay, but pay attention because this is going to blow your mind. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> The Whiskey and Whitetail Podcast. The Whiskey. One and only. Yeah. Oh, this man. episode is powered by Old Elk. Old Elk. We are sipping on the Wheated Bourbon. I'm excited to try this. Which is, yeah, he hasn't tried it yet. I have because I'm a, not a patient person. <laughs> but the uh, the Wheated Bourbon is pretty interesting. It's 51% corn, 45% wheat, and then... I don't know why they did it. I'd love to research and find out, but there's a 4% malted barley also. Hmm. 4%. Interesting. But it's a it's a pretty cool whiskey. Um, what's cool about Old Elk is that his name's right on the label, Greg Metz. And 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 if that means nothing to you, then it will soon. You, you don't you don't know whiskey. So he was the master distiller at MGP. So if you think about all the brands that MGP created, Greg Metz was behind it. And so now he's doing, he's retired, but now he's uh, only distilling at Old Elk. But like Angel's Envy, that's like something every bar carries that it's a delicious beverage. And um, that's MGP brand. But Greg Metz is only doing Old Elk now. And he's actually super personable. So he just did a live, um, Instagram show like a live Instagram story yeah the other day and so he had tagged the guy I can't remember his name I apologize but he had tagged the guy he was doing it with and I was like this must be a heavy hitter sure and I go in the guy had like 200 followers so Greg Metz doesn't care he doesn't give a shit he doesn't he doesn't you don't have to be super popular he just wants to talk to you and so I think I'm gonna line something up we've been talking with Old Elk Um, we're actually really excited to potentially work with them on some stuff but I think I want to line something up for us to do a live show with him and talk about some stuff. That'd be fun. But yeah, so without or we further, we could just go to go to where Colorado. 
Yeah, I would love. Yeah, they're in and Colorado. Just go to their distillery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bourbon out of Colorado. It's a write-off. It is a write-off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, no, no cheesy anything to say, but like the the cling of the glass. And um, I'm gonna do this every time. Give it a sip. No, I just I don't know. If, I don't know what we're gonna do every time. We can do whatever we want. It's our we own the podcast. So. Oh yeah. It. it oh yeah. <laughs> it's, this is our show. Our show. So welcome to our show. So uh, give it a nose. Don't ever smell whiskey that hard. Um, it kind of ruins what you're doing. But the um, the nose is gonna have like a toffee. It's vanilla. definitely sweet. There's some. We just had. We didn't actually come to the decision on how we're gonna say this word, so I'll say it both ways: caramel, caramel. I'm gonna uh, say it. Flavors. However, I feel that day. So I'm a caramel guy. I like caramel. I think it feels cool. There's more syllables. Like, I think caramel's lazy. I think caramel's lazy. So that's when we were like, is it the north or the south says caramel? I would guess that the south says caramel because it's lazy. That's caramel. Well, is it pecan or pecan? Pecan. It's what? Pecan. Like pecan tom, but pecan nuts. <laughs> pecan? Yeah. Pecan? Pecan. pecan. I, don't know. I, I say pecan. Do you know anyone that says tomato? Because that's the I, dumbest I one. I don't know anyone that says Everyone that says, well, it's tomato, tomato. But I, I think it should be, well, it's pecan, pecan. Or uh, caramel, caramel. Now, I don't know. I've never met anyone that says tomato. But I'm going to start saying it, I think. Anyway, so it smells. Do you know anyone that says schedule? Schedule. Or crick. Down by the crick. Which my whole family says. Is that a Louisiana word? No, it's not. Yeah, that's a Appalachia. That's a, the Appalachians. That's how we say it. They know something about whiskey. They do. Speaking of whiskey, it's we usually should, white we whiskey. Circle this and bring this train back around. Yeah, to back where it to whiskey. Be. So, <laughs> so the smell. Let's do it again. The smell. You're really making the editing of this podcast hard for me, man. <laughs> you don't have to edit that. That was a joke. Okay. So you should doze lightly with the glass touching the top of your lip. Don't stick your nose in the glass. Don't be that guy. Not that anyone's doing that. I'm for those you. of you following along while you're driving to your <laughs> to work. Yeah. While you're driving please, to work, having your morning coffee and whiskey. Please don't do that. Don't stick your nose in the... I, don't, I mean, yeah, you're right. For legal Most reasons. of us are working from home, so have at it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've been putting... Uh, anyway, so there's a toffee, vanilla ice cream. You have vanilla ice cream? Some. I don't. That's just what the thing says. Oh, I don't smell vanilla ice cream. I do smell the toffee and the caramel <laughs> but it does i do get floral notes which is not something that i get in a lot of whiskeys and i think now, that's the wheat i get you get this you get the sweet smell the sweet notes as they say yeah i get um, that sweet corn smell for sure the wheat you can it's uh yeasty that's gonna sound really bad but like like you're like bread almost yes um that's a sound no one's heard hold on this is a Glencairn glass rubbing against a microphone phone. Nobody's ever heard that. And they're not going to because I'm going to cut it out. <laughs> Don't cut it out. Leave it in. It's good. Anyway, the yeasty. No, the bread. Like that's what the wheat. Yeah, use. I get you the. Like, like mm-hmm. bread. Mm-hmm. Like a bakery. Mm-hmm. I do get that. Like if a bakery was making cornbread. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Um, anyway. So are we going to taste it and then... Yeah, we're going to taste it. Because we're at six minutes talking about smelling stuff. We're not on a time hack here, bro. No, we're not. I'm just... This is what the people want. 
All right, so we're going to taste it now. We'll be right back. Smooth, right? Bit of a bite. Bit of a bite. It's got kind of a long finish. It kind of lingers there. Do you taste the clove? No. I have like a clove on the back end, like a, those clove cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got it there? Yeah. That was one of the first things I picked up because, I mean, who didn't smoke a clove cigarette? If you're our age, you smoked a clove <laughs> cigarette. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, that was one of the first things I picked up. And I don't know what's doing that. Maybe the 4% rye or a malted, malted barley. Who knows? I'm not sure. But um, I still get that toffee. There's like some cream. Let me do another. Yeah. There's a, it's it's interesting. Like I, I can't put a finger on exactly why it's interesting, but there's something about it that's different. It's really good. It's really smooth. It does the finish is long for me. Yeah. I still have it. It's it's I mean, still it lingers. It definitely coats. Um yes. to, to me it's kind of oily. The, yeah. Um but just in terms of how it kind of coats your mouth. Yep. Um and so the the flavor sort of lingers, but it's good. Like I can, I could definitely, I'd be interested. Uh, we're not doing this now, but I'd be interested to try it uh, with a little bit of water and see how it changes. Yeah, I would do. And we have um, limestone water. If you guys don't like, you can get on Amazon and just get like a quart of limestone water. And it's pretty interesting what it does too. Cause it's a, it's a softer water, like hard water and soft water will change whiskey. So if you're just dropping drips of tap water in it, it'll be different than a soft yeah. water, like limestone filtered. But but yeah, this is um, it's very interesting, and I like it a lot, and that's why I've been using it for blind taste tests because it's, it drinks. I mean, this is a premium whiskey. It's not a you know, this isn't. I honestly don't know what this bottle costs because it was gifted to us, but very graciously. Yeah, but I assume that this is eighty, ninety bucks. I know they're straight bourbons, probably. I have no idea. I should know. Um. Yeah, we'll, we'll I'll just look it, it up real quick. Yeah, look it up real quick. But I'm not ashamed. But it's um, it's a fantastic bourbon. I mean, it says, and again, this is these prices are always regional. It's always it's going to change yeah, yeah. based on where you are. Yep, and storm um, and the three tier thing. Yeah, uh, but let's see, just old elk, the first straight bourbon, find. um, sixty five, sixty five, fifty, fifty five. So. That's the, yeah, it's definitely that's the not weeded? a uh, uh, not the weeded. I'm sorry, yeah, that's just the, the straight weeded. bourbon. Because um, I know that the straight one's about that price, but it's still a premium whiskey. It's not a thirty dollar bottle of whiskey. I think premium starts around no, seventy bucks. Se- yeah, sixty five, eighty. I uh, would believe seventy five. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's definitely a a nice. It's a nice. It's a nice drink, and it's only six years old. And I'd be interested to taste it at eight. See what two more years in a barrel would do. Sure. I think it would pull, like it's already, it's, I think sometimes when people talk about bourbon and how long it spends in a barrel, they feel like it, it justifies ages, but really all you're doing is you're changing a lot of things about the, the whiskey, sure. first of all, but the maturation of it, um, I would be interested. I think this was pulled out correct because I've tasted 10 year old bourbons that were not this smooth. Sure. So I wonder if at eight years it's too smooth or they haven't had a chance to let yeah. it sit for eight years yet. I don't know. Or maybe there's it, that's coming. Yeah, maybe so. But like you said, when you mentioned at the beginning, when you mentioned the 
the head distiller there, um, and you look at his repertoire, if yeah, you will, what he's, of, what he's done, of previous, done. Um, you know, whiskeys that he's distilled or been a part of the project for, uh, it's not surprising that it's as good as it is. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. But it's it's crazy that um, I, I think, like, honestly, in the past month, we've been seeing this pop up a lot. Where it's kind of like nobody's really talking about it. Now, all of a sudden, lots of people are talking about it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I would love to go there and see it. But in the interest of talking about barrels, let me finish this last. That was the Kentucky Chew. Kentucky Chew. Um, which we don't do. Yeah. But you're you're welcome to. There's no wrong way to drink whiskey. Um, just as long as you're drinking it. Anyway, in the barrels. So... Um, one thing that's cool about what we do is we have the opportunity to touch a lot of different barrels. So we get the majority of our barrels from a company called Bitter Milk, and most of you have heard of it. And if you haven't, you're missing out. So they make a cocktail mixer, and they make all kinds. So their seasonal one, which is just came, well, I don't know if it's out, but he gave us a sample of it the other day. It's delicious. But it's the um, gingerbread cocktail mix so it's like an old-fashioned mix but it's gingerbread so they're regular like old-fashioned mix so they'll do special releases and he specifically told me not to say the name of the company so i'm not going to but they'll do like uh close friends and um family stuff and so they'll get barrels from places like if you were to be like i want a lid like this is my favorite bourbon or this is the rarest of the rare i would love to have a lid from that so that company is they get once in a while. And so instead of just selling it as, you know, regular stuff, they'll make yep. it for like handouts for friends and family. Yeah. So we have some of that stuff. Christmas like gifts, birthday party, you know, crazy birthday Crazy rare. Gifts, super, super cool stuff. Yeah. But our smoker kits come from that. So you can go get a fish from Food Lion or wherever. I think that's regional from the grocery store and from Dosher's. And it'll come with like a cedar plank. And so you cook it on the grill with a cedar plank and it'll cedar smoke the fish. So you could pull that fish off and then hit it with a culinary torch and burn it and then put a glass on top of it and smoke the glass. You could do that if you want and it'll taste like burnt wood and it'll give you what everyone's selling. So these whiskey barrel companies that are selling it, <clears throat> not going to mention the name. I coughed to mention the name, but then I decided not to. So there's companies that sell these things that's basically all you're getting. So these whiskey barrels, you're not really getting, you're getting burnt wood, basically. Um, it would take, I think a, a woman, because women smell different than men, but I think that it's a true. female that was really in tune with smells could probably tell the difference between a cedar plank and a whiskey barrel. Just because there's not that much, I mean, it's just burnt wood. It's burnt wood smells like burnt wood. Granted, there will be hints of alcohol, but so ours are from bitter milk. So they have the sugary, old-fashioned mixture goodness already on the outside of it. So whenever you burn our smoker kits, not only are you getting that wood smell, but you're also getting the sugar from the bitter milk cocktail mixes. So yeah, even just smoking a glass. And so we recommend you burn it to your heart's content. I like to see a little flame because it's more fun. As soon as you pull the fire off, you slam the glass on top of it. 
30 seconds. You want a good 30 seconds to allow the smoke to actually adhere to the glass. Right. It's going to coat the inside. And it'll coat it real nice. But you pull it out, like shake it once or twice. Like just imagine spirit fingers, but with a glass of whiskey, like woo, woo, woo. And then <laughs> give it a smell. Not only will you smell the wood smokiness, the American oak, the whiskey barrel thing that you're expecting to smell, but you're also going to get the sugary from the bitter milk products. It's, it's just it's just a very light sweetness. It is. And so when you add that to your cocktail, whether you're making an old fashioned or you're just straight smoking uh, a particular whiskey that you like, uh, just to add that flavor to it, uh, it's very unique and it's not something you're going to get from any other no. product. And and so those of us that, oh, if you're listening to this, you're obviously a whiskey fan, but you know that a single drop of water into a Glencairn glass of whiskey changes, it'll open it up, it'll change flavors. So imagine pouring whiskey into this smoked glass it's got these burnt sugars on it and everything else the nose will change it'll change the experience so a whiskey that you know what it tastes like if i were to do a blind test in front of you and you, you smell it you know for a fact that is buffalo trace or eagle rare or whatever if we were to smoke the glass and do the same thing the entire nose changes and then your taste receptors are your the smell that you smell is based on the taste receptors on your tongue. So when you're smelling something that you shouldn't be smelling, that's in your mouth. <laughs> and that's kind of how you're smelling it. So these whiskey glasses, like when you, it changes everything. Right. It's like it's just something cool to add to the bar and it looks cool. Everybody likes playing with fire. Yep. And so that's, I guess we, that's one of the several products that we sell right. um, that we're offering on our store. Um, we're really excited about the, the partnership with bitter milk. Um, being able to work with them uh, to create these for folks. And uh, the one other thing that I would add is that ours, we create ours to fit a wider range of glasses. Right. Um, There are some that only fit a um, specific glass or a small number of them. And um, ours fit a larger uh, range of glasses um, specifically for, to give you more flexibility um, and, and, to give you more options with what you can do, what kind of cocktails you can smoke. Cause these are by no means just for smoking whiskey. You can use this to, to make any sort of cocktail oh, yeah. you want. Um, go great with some of that straight rum we've been drinking recently. Oh yes. Yeah, that's really good too. Cause they're um, sugary anyway. So having yeah, that sugary smell for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's one of the, just one of the products. Um, and so we wanted to take, I guess we kind of jumped right into it. But we wanted to take this opportunity on this, this episode of the podcast to talk about some of our products. Um, yes. And that was kind of the segue, if you didn't catch that. Um, but you know that's why they named the company Segway? Because of whiskey barrels? Well, no, because they, they thought it was going to be a segue between people driving a car to work every day and then taking this thing to work every oh, day. That's shit, why they that's named smart. that company. Yeah. That's really smart. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so what's what's another product? Um, so the cigar, the um, the flight. So you if you've been to a bar and got a oh, flight yeah. of whiskey... So we have um, a barrel stave, Glen Karen holder. Yeah. Um, and we have two different variations. We have one that's kind of like made for display. Yeah, you can just sort of set the glasses on it or, you know, set it up on the table and set your glasses. If you're doing like a blind te- uh, uh, tasting or just a general tasting with some friends and you sort of want to set up your glasses to display. Church it up. Uh, church it <laughs> up or um, it's it's really good for that. And then we have a... Uh, a second version that was kind of inspired by um, a local, um, it's a local whiskey bar. A local whiskey bar here, 
in our area. Um, and it's actually made to better carry, um, you know, a set, a flight of. So of, for weight staff. Yeah, so, so it, like it's more to, designed for weight staff, exactly. Right. If you were to try to carry it, so the actual holder that's made for displaying and looking pretty, it shows the full glass. Right. It's great for pictures. And, and um, like people that do a lot of vlogging with whiskey sure. use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the other version we make is specifically tailored towards weight staff. So it's very hard to carry the other one where this one, the glass sinks down inside of it and it, and it yeah, it's easier to carry. And so the, 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 the kind of the bulb, the bottom of the, uh, the Glencairn sort of rests in there and, and the bottoms come out through the stave uh, and you can, you can carry it like that so that they're not going to um, tip over or fall while you're, you know, either carrying it to one end of the bar or the other, or carrying it to a table across uh, the facility or wherever your you could uh, establishment is. Yeah, you could literally full flight. You could rollerblade with headphones and full elbow pads, jamming knee pads, out. jamming out and not spill a drop yep. of that fine, fine whiskey. Fine whiskey. Um, and so the way it works out is you can set it on the table um, and they rest in there. Or if it's a, if we, if you know, if it happens to be a more shallow or straighter uh, stave, as you set it down, the glasses rest and the stave sort of falls to the, or rests on the table and, and the glasses come up and it's kind of a cool presentation. So, um, and we also can make the basically the same thing as the display piece, but it would be for the cigar smoker, the cigar aficionado that also enjoys whiskey. And, and it would be kind of like a staple for wherever you're smoking your cigar. It would just kind of sit on that counter. And it's um, probably about 10 inches, 8 to 10 inches of length. Yeah, about 8 inches. And it's um, it's a cutout for a Glencairn. Yep. And then we also have a beveled edge for you to rest your cigar on it. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's, it's sort of a... Um, an accessory, you know, a, uh, a partner for a, a, a whiskey and a cigar smoker, you know, they can have with them outside or by the fire or wherever, um, to rest their cigar on and uh, also rest their Glencairn glass while they're drinking a glass of whiskey. Um, they look super cool. Um, comes with a cigar cutter, uh, and, um, by the time you're reading this, I'm not sure. We have some ideas for what this is supposed to be in this kit uh, that we're selling, I don't want to say all of them because I don't know if they'll be. By I don't the time know how this, it may be a staged approach. Yeah, and by the time you guys are listening to this, we're not 100% sure some of those things will be uh, completely in place because they involve some coordination and logistics with some pretty big companies. Uh, but there's some pretty cool things that will be uh, in the works Huge. with that that will accompany that uh, that kind of kit or gift set, if you will. And so the the just to like, as much as the whiskey drinker wants this stuff, I, as a whiskey drinker, I don't really buy myself things like this. Uh, it's, I mean, yeah. I will from time to time, but what this is, is the perfect gift and, and our, and it's, we sell it cheap. It's cheap, cheap, cheap. So whatever you want out of the collection, you could buy one of everything. And then you have like for a wedding, for instance, if you're a grooms, if you're getting married and you have groomsmen, you could buy you know, a collection or we have, we'll have kits available that have multiple things in it, but, but it's that. And then like, I don't know what to buy my dad. My dad has everything. Like this is the reason that we make this stuff is because it's, it's, it's like the perfect pairing for someone that's into whiskey and you don't know what to buy them and you don't want to buy them an $80 bottle of whiskey and you don't want to buy them maker, you know, no, I don't want to say a brand. You don't want to buy them something that is middle of the road and they're just going to be like, cool. Thanks. So if you spend 40 bucks on a bottle of whiskey, that's 40 bucks. You spend 20 bucks with us. They're going to be like, wow, that's like these smoker kits. You know, you spend $29 on it. 
that's going to, it's going to last them way longer than a single bottle of whiskey. And it's also going to be more unique because they already have that. Trust me. If it's a $4 bottle of whiskey, we've had it or we still have it or we buy it whenever we want. But these gift sets, that's the whole idea of it. But But also that, that bottle of whiskey, they're going to drink it and it's going to be gone. Right. These, these gifts and these, and these things that we're creating, um, you know, from whiskey barrels by hand, they're unique. They're, they're, each of them is no one of them are the same. Um, so every every one that an individual gets for themselves or they gift to somebody is truly unique. It's truly an individual piece, um, and they just make great gifts. And especially, I think we're we have a lot of ideas running, but I think where the cigar part of it is going to be heavy because cigar and whiskey, it's like it's been hand in hand forever. Like people always, I hear people all the time like, oh, I want to get into cigars, but I don't know what to buy. It's like if you go to a cigar shop and you. No one wants to go in there and be like, I've never had a cigar before. I feel like a loser. You know, they don't know how to say it, but but like the the this is the best way to do it. If if you don't know anything about cigars or you're buying a cigar for someone, um, like with this kit and you want to include a cigar, the torpedo, which is shaped kind of like a, like a pencil, I guess. So a cigar shaped like a pencil pencil is a torpedo. So the torpedo that's the hardest roll you can do. So companies that make that have crappy tobacco like crappy whiskey companies there's crappy tobacco companies the companies that have bad tobacco they're not going to waste their time rolling torpedoes so you're only really going to see it with really good reputable brands and typically higher quality tobacco and the other thing about it since it's so hard um the other rollers in the facility won't be rolling it they'll be rolling the normal cigars so the actual master roller the master distiller if you will will be the guy rolling that cigar so you're going to get a a better rolled cigar just by any torpedo, that's just how you're going to get it. If they're yeah. hand-rolled, not machined. And then what's called the perfecto is if you have torpedo on both ends. So sometimes it's just the torpedo and the other end is flat, you know, ready to be lit. But if you have a torpedo on both ends, that cigar, it's really hard to find. But that's the one that would be a great gift. You don't know anything about cigars, just how you get it. But it's just like all the stuff in whiskey that's crazy, all the things in cigars... Yeah, you can go down at just as much detail, go down as many as many rabbit holes. Uh, you can get as just as specific because when it, when it, when it comes to cigars, there are dozens of lengths and sizes and shapes, um, you know, all the way from you know being as small as a cigarette to you know as large as you know a giant those uh, big giant metal permanent sharpies. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yep. like an inch and a half yep. thick. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, the cigars are are interesting, you know, sort of just topic in general, just like whiskey or wine or whatever it is you're into. Um, and there's a ton of history to it, just like there is with whiskey. You know, um, tobacco in general uh, was one of the driving factors in the Revolutionary War. You know, um, George Washington and um, uh, she was a Thomas, Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, took real issue with the negative, you know, um, the decrease, I guess, in tobacco prices that were being uh, toyed with by the market in London. Um, You know, those two guys both had loans out for their estates and their farms that they took out with London when they moved over there. And by messing with those tobacco prices, it put those guys in debt um, to the tune of like, I think, uh, Mount Vernon, which is uh, George Washington's estate, 
went in, I think the, I think it was 2000 pounds in debt, which 2000 pounds doesn't sound like a lot now, but during the revolutionary war, uh, that's a lot of money. Um, Thomas Jefferson was on record accusing London, um, and the government there of purposely doing that to, uh, out of spite of, you know, America's independence. So, um, definitely interesting, you know, and, it's it's always interesting to find pieces of uh, things that we enjoy, like like cigars and tobacco, or like um, like whiskey, and sort of figuring out how those and seeing how those things intertwine with American history. Yeah, and what's cool about the tobacco part, kind of leading into what caused the revolution because of the taxes that were imposed on them, but but also one of the one of my favorite stories about whiskey is. Like, I don't know how to explain it without giving away the coolness. So I'll just, I'll just, so, so there was, so there's a Greek, um, I don't know if he's a philosopher. He was like a, he was a writer. So his name was Anasaron. And so he was known for his drinking. It's like, so he made like exotic poems, but he also made drinking songs. Nice. So there was a society in the mid 18th century in London called the Anasaronic Society. Um, and it was named after him, obviously. But one of their most famous songs um, is called To Anasaron in Heaven. And it was a song written to this Greek songwriter. And so they were like, we're going to write this song and base it on him, you know. And, and so it was written, and this is a quote it was a drinking ditty to be chorused with glasses swung in rhythm. So they would ditty. sing this song while drunk and they would a little swing ditty. their glasses together and, and they would they would have a good time. So the Gentleman's Club was formed around the idea of wit, harmony, and the god of wine. And so they encouraged people to have interest in music and drinking. And so you're like, what does this have to do with whiskey? What does it have to do with anything? So I'm going to play the song, just the opening. So at first you're going to be like, okay, but pay attention because this is going to blow your mind. So wait till you hear the voices go up and down. Sound familiar? So that song was written well before the establishment of the United States or anything, anything it's, it predates all of it, but that is the song that on September 14th, 1814 yep. was put to the national anthem. So our national anthem that we sing today is the, the tune, tune of a drinking of song? a drinking song. I love it. And that is why God bless America. That's exactly my point. That is why whiskey is so important <laughs> to us. It's, it, it means so much, and we lost a lot of this heritage and, and the daily use of whiskey during Prohibition because it was it was such a negative thing. It's kind of like yeah. how people see marijuana today, like it's it's the devil's lettuce and all that. Like we lost all this heritage and this cool stuff. But yes, you, you know you're the most straight edge person you know. Sing the national anthem, and they're patriotic and they're proud of it. That is the tune of a drinking song. That's awesome. It's fantastic. It's it's like. I mean, it, it, that alone speaks to, I mean, what else can you even say about how ingrained whiskey is in American culture and who we are, like who we are today? Our national anthem was a drinking song. Yeah. That's well, fascinating. 
our whole country is there our whole country our whole country our whole company mm. this the, the idea of whiskey and whitetails is founded on whiskey yep. and whitetails obviously but more so you know the community and the camaraderie yeah. that those that those two things are about and when you look at the american history you look at what it took to survive um and be a colonialist colonist a colonist <laughs> to be a colonist yes. in this country and to travel and uh, do what it took to survive here you know hunting was obviously required yep they, they had to do that in order to survive uh and then learning how to distill and make alcohol so they wouldn't not waste corn yep. and things that they were growing um and it was as also a way to preserve it. coinage and, and yeah and, and used to sell and for payment um you know it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty cool thing uh when you look back on american history and you realize that you know things that we love ourselves you know in in whiskey and in hunting hunting whitetails um are such an ingrained thing in american history absolutely and that's and that comes into some of the other products that we make um oh, for yeah. the hunter specifically yeah, that's right um when we don't have I think we'll have the bow hanger up at this point. Yeah, there's some. If, if it's not up already, uh, by the time you're listening to this, um, it's because we're still working out a few kinks on getting uh, some of the pieces and parts at a yeah. affordable um, rate yeah. to make it to make it worth production. Um, um, if if we can't, we may just do it on a li- very limited basis. Um, <laughs> These cats, yeah, they never do this. That's, I don't know. Yeah, sorry. Um, so yeah, that's something to look out for. Is it's a it's a, uh, it's a bow hanger made from a whiskey stave that you can put in your home, in your man cave, wherever you want to put it, and and display your uh, uh, your compound bow or, or whatever kind of bow you're hunting with. Um, and nothing we're doing for hunting that is definitely not out yet. It probably won't oh, be no. until spring. Sure, is um we're we're having. I won't say the name of the company yet because it's not set in stone, but it's a major company, major company but they are um they're gonna make turkey calls for us and then for the spring and then probably probably like uh, i'd say july time frame we'll be coming out with our own line of grunt calls with there's a lot of um different things about ours that specifically um they're, they're specifically tailored to the extreme cold so if you've ever used a grunt call before yeah um, that reed will freeze up. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to have a non-freezing solution for that. Yep. But also there won't be a tube. Well, we're not sure yet. We're, we're, we're banking off of a two piece wooden system or a one piece with a tube. Yeah. We're not sure, but it's coming out and still and every, being designed. It's, it's, it is. Yeah. And everything we're doing, none of it is just pieced together. China, China stuff. It's all, everything that we're doing is American made, it's American oak, it's American whiskey, it's American, 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 everything we're doing. So one of the big pieces that we're doing with the hunting equipment is this, you'll, you've never seen a turkey pot call like what we're going to have. You've never seen a grunt call like what we're going to have. You're not going to, I don't know about duck calls. I don't, you may have seen one like that before, but, but the other stuff that we're doing, it's, it's taking time because we don't want to just come out with the same thing everyone right. else has. And that, uh, yeah, I think it's all pretty unique. It rings um, back just to the the smoker kit. Our smoker kit, nobody else has that. So no. our duck calls, our turkey calls, our um, deer grunt tubes, it's going to be something nobody else has. We're 
this is intentional. We want to be different. We want to stand out just like a good yeah. whiskey. It stands out as different. Yep. Um, everybody's got, you know, we could relate it all day to whiskey. I mean, there's whiskey companies that all use the exact same mash bill, but where their corn was grown, it makes it taste different or yeah, how long yeah. it was left in the barrel makes it different. Sure. But at the end of the day, it's the same product, just there's different things in the finishing. And that's kind of where a lot of these calls and these companies that make stuff like this, it's the same product, but they put their logo on it. Maybe they painted a different color. It's a little different, but it's still yeah. the same. We're, we're stepping out, kind of like Old Elk is stepping out. We're stepping out. It's, it's all going to be different. All of it. But it's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be And we're great. excited about it. We wouldn't sell it if it wasn't good. That's for sure. We're also going to have um, flasks and... Uh, We'll have apparel. We'll have all. We'll have all that stuff too. Just like as a side. Yeah, that's all a little. I call it fluff. It's yeah, all stuff fluff. that comes with. Yeah, we got a know, company. You can't have a company and yeah. you know, not have a hat or shirt. Yeah. You can't have a whiskey company and not have a flask. Yeah, just kind glasses, of yeah. Whatever. We'll have um, this stuff, and it'll probably be used mostly for giveaways. Giveaways, you know, gift yeah. sets, holiday related we'll stuff. We'll definitely um, plug it into gift sets. But so, the majority of what we're going to do is, is no one else. No one else has done what we are doing. But like, you know, the, the other thing, we want to take 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 some time to describe and talk about the products we're doing because we're excited about them. But also I want to seriously drive home the point that we made on our first episode is that uh, these particular products and, and this whole line of things uh, is kind of just what we're doing to help pay the bills. Uh, right. We have, you know, a half dozen other things that we're working on and working with uh, business partners to create or to coordinate uh, that are, and in my opinion, and I think Matt would share the same opinion, uh, far more exciting, yes. uh, far more interesting, um, and I'm looking forward to them a lot more than, I guess, not not to discredit the, the cool stuff we're making, right. uh, but I think those are going to be a lot more interesting. And what you'll see from the content that we provide, it'll become like, it's not just a YouTube video. It's not just an Instagram account. It'll become kind of like this new show that you're hooked on. So you you really like the show and you binge watch it. That's kind of the, the route that we're taking. And in order for us to go that route and show you all this cool stuff and, and all these things that we're going to do with these huge companies and, and everything that we're going to be doing in order to do that, we need your support without being a Patreon where you just give money. You're actually getting something in return. So all the whiskey products, you know, as you support us, we're going to continue to provide because we're a media company, I guess, first and foremost, like we provide content, we provide tastings, we provide community, like the fellowship, bringing people together. And some of the stuff that we're going to capture on film and present to you are going to be things that you never thought it's stuff that you would never would have thought about. And it's interesting stories. You're going to hear stories from people. We're trying to get it like, I don't want to say any names, but I will say one. No, I'm not going to say that. I don't want to say any names, but things that you've never thought about. If you follow our Instagram account, you'll see people that we continuously repost and, and talk about people like that. We're going to make videos with them, do documentaries on what their life is like in the whiskey industry. That's what's coming along with a lot of whitetail hunting stuff. Cause we're hunters. Um, and, and as we've said, those two whiskey and whitetails go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just purely based on the, 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 the community, um, and you know, and the kind of the fellowship and camaraderie that come along with them, uh, I feel like they're a natural fit. So they definitely are. Definitely, definitely. Rain man.
are good. But yeah, so stay tuned. Check us out on all the places if you haven't already. And um, yeah, at this support point, us so we can support you. Yeah, at this point, uh, the website is live, whiskeyandwhitetails.com. We've got our shop. Check out the um, the journal where we have tasting notes and uh, articles on, on hunting and outdoors um, at Whiskey and Whitetails for Facebook and Instagram. Uh, interact with us, send us a message, uh, give us a shout. Yeah, yeah, at this point, we are still the ones behind the Instagram account. So at this point, if you reach out to us, you're talking to us. Yeah, uh, so we can't one. promise that'll be that way forever as things start to pick up. But but right now, we are, we are there. And if that does change, we'll let you know that we've hired someone to handle social media. But we'll we're totally open. I'll give you my cell phone number if you want to. Like, I may not get back to you immediately, but we'll get back to you. We're sure. here. We're personable. We want to be involved and we want ideas. You tell us something that you think fits into this that we should be doing and we're on it. Yep. We want to give you what you want. So um, if you have questions or comments, uh, shoot us a line, hit us up on social media. Um, tell your friends about the podcast. Tell your friends about the YouTube channel. Um, and yeah, that's it. Until next time. We'll see ya. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs>